0: You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Great to be with you today. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and producer, and I'm the mom of two 20-something sons, which is appropriate for today's Mother's Day show. So I thought I'd toss that in my intro. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Jewel? What's happening there? Yes,
1: I am a mother, Lynn. I have two grown sons, two daughter-in-laws, and a grandmother, Lynn, uh <laughs> as well, five grandchildren. I'm here in Dallas, Texas. I'm also the oldest sister, and I'm always in the closet coming
0: with you, yes, today. <laughs>
2: I am Liz. I'm the middle sister. I try to do the best I can to support everyone I know who is a mother.
0: Very happy to be here today. Um, Yeah, that's it for me. Well, we're talking about mothers because today is officially our Mother's Day show, even though it's not Mother's Day today, but it's Mother's Week. So later on in the show, we're going to have some dedications. Mother's Uh, aunts, uh, the women in your life that have made a big difference this year and what's been a really tough year for moms, caregivers, nurses, essential workers across the country, women who have really stepped up. So we're going to do those dedications at the end of the show. Um, We also have Mary Kay Andrews on. She is known as the queen of summer because she just churns out summer bestsellers like The High Tide Club, Hello Summer, and Sunset Beach. Her latest book is The Newcomer. Uh, I can't wait to talk to her. She's a lot of fun. We've gotten to know her this year through her online group, Friends and Fiction. So we're really pleased that she's going to be on Satellite Sisters. And then we have some entertaining sisters recommendations, quite a few today. So uh, so stay tuned. But Liz, what's happening with you this week?
2: Okay, well, you know, I'm trying to keep keep people up to date with my recovery without like dragging you down. So this is hashtag little victories time, Leon. And so Leon and Julie, you know, I've been working on recovering from the broken leg and broken knee and uh, I'm doing really, really well. That's I'm, right. I'm walking. Well, I feel good. I'm like working at my PT, my new PT who, you know, I just called the beast. She's awesome. Working out with the beast. It's great. Um, but I, I, The one thing that I need to do a little bit more work on is my, my knee flexion situation. Uh, I just uh, lefty like I can stand on lefty, but bending yield knee, which had to be reconstructed. Not so good. So when my occupational therapist Sage comes in on the weekend to help me with stuff lately, we've been going down into the garage in my building and working on, there's one killer step there. You know that system. I know. I, do. I know that. Yep.
1: Step. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: So there's a killer step as I come out of the elevator to step down onto the floor of the garage. So we just go down there and we go up and down and up and down and we just practice the killer step. I, I'm I'm giving myself a B plus on the down. Really good with the down. And kind of a C minus with the up. And that's, that's an e flexion situation. Anyway, so we did that. We did that on Saturday, up and down, up and down, up and down. I nailed a couple in a row. So we thought, okay, done. Took the elevator back upstairs and then started the rest of my stuff. But like two hours later, one of my neighbors knocked on my door to say, I just want to let you know the elevator is broken. And oh. which is, okay, A, that traps me in my home fine right so that's a separate issue but b the first thing i thought like what if i had been down there doing my up and down up and down up and down and it had broken while i was in the garage like how would i have gotten back up to my second floor apartment that would not have been pretty to figure out it would have been like i I don't even want to it would have been like On my butt, out onto the street, it would not have been good. So I'm calling this a little victory. My little victory of the week is the elevator broke down after I finished using it. There you go. (laughs) Okay. And you weren't stuck in the elevator either. No, exactly. Not stuck in the garage, not stuck in the elevator. So phew on that one. Okay.
1: Well, I can't really top that little victory, but I have to say I was pretty pleased this week, sisters, because I went to the back of my closet and I got out my white jeans summer 2019. Okay. Mm. And I put, and and I put the jeans on and they fit. And so that's the good news. Wow. Um,
3: But here's,
1: but here's the bad news. I cannot remember because I haven't worn them since 2019 if these are my skinny jeans or my fat
2: jeans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a That's, dilemma, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to go with them because they fit. Okay?
2: That's all that matters, really. All that matters.
1: I, I'm just Right, I'm just doing a lot of shopping in my closet. You know, I bought a shirt on the other day, and my husband was like, "Whoa, that's nice." That's like Ann Taylor, 2018. You know,
3: been there
0: for a while. It is true. It it is true. Well, there was a piece in the New York Times uh, two weeks ago, Julie. It was about Michael Kors, the American designer, held a fashion show, and it was great. It was like right, walking right down Broadway, so it wasn't really runway or anything. And he he, you know. Dug up uh, some some models like Carolyn Murphy, Helena Christensen, and Naomi Campbell models from days of yore who still look unbelievably great and gorgeous. And he put them in sparkling Michael Kors dresses. And he he declared that it's not the bonfire of the vanities get ready for the bonfire of the sweatpants. He is just saying, we're done. We're over sweatpants. We're all going to burn our sweatpants. And he said, the other day, we were at Balthazar for dinner again. So that's a Shishi New York restaurant. And he said, and just walking into the bathroom was an event. We've been missing that head-turning moment. (laughs) So Michael Kors predicts the entrance is going to return. So Julie oh, really? you put those white jeans on. You put them on. <laughs> I know. The- See
1: I think that's the step up from the sweatpants <laughs> and the yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Put put on that an- that Loft shirt from 2018 or whatever <laughs> with the white <laughs> Just make an entrance, just step out,
1: just come I, on. It's I coming I'm back. I'm trying, I'm trying, just, I'm, I'm just going to put some real clothes on, see how it goes.
0: <laughs> I, I went to an event a couple of weeks ago. And, um, I, so I had to really put clothes on for the first time again in a long time, like real clothes, like, dress and you know makeup and my hair it was very disorienting I <laughs> felt like I was totally out of practice and then mm-hmm. I got to the event and everyone was so dressed up and they were so happy to be in dresses again and uh, to you know to have me- earrings on and to have a necklaces on and to be in their high heels so I don't know I think the entrance is back people want it bonfire <laughs> of the sweatpants <laughs> you heard it here
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> the entrance. That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: Liz, I have a question for you. I, it, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, is it possible to ever overbrand? A product. You are, you know, a marketing Mm -hmm. guru and Mm -hmm. a brand uh, expert, but I just, here's, here's my situation. Sure. I I bought a cooler. Okay. This, Mm -hmm. I bought a Yeti cooler. Okay. Oh, wow. That is
2: a commitment. Yes. Those
1: are a commitment. It's Uh an investment, but I bought it because we travel back and forth uh, to Colorado all the time. And It is a superior cooler. It keeps Mm. things, it keeps frozen food, frozen on long car trips. Mm. You know, it really, it's top notch. Okay. So I bought a cooler, but since buying that cooler, I am now deep in Yeti world. That's all I can describe (laughs) it as. You know, at first it started with, I got the Yeti lifestyle magazine. Um, Yeah. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You have bought in. That's all. Yeah, you better get on it, sister. You know, just
1: fascinating articles about um, surfers and Hawaiian cowboys and Hawaiian organic gardeners, all of whom uh, use uh, Yeti coolers, wear Yeti shirts and, and things. But then this week, Liz, I got from Yeti um, a, a playlist. Uh, they said, "Hey, <laughs> you bought a cooler. We think ah. you're really gonna like um, recording artist wow. Eric Church, and we have a whole Spotify Yeti um, playlist for
2: you." Wow! Wow! Is wow.
1: it seems like so? I like my cooler a lot,
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you but, didn't realize you were signing up for a lifestyle. Uh, For a lifestyle.
1: Yeah. See, I mean, the Yeti coolers are made in Austin, Texas. And they're really, I I think they just started for like guys, they wanted cold beer. And so they, Mm -hmm. they worked really hard to make a cooler Mm -hmm. that kept beer cold. That's how it started. So uh, but but now I'm in deep, Liz because now yeah I'm in yeah church and uh you know yeah
2: the, that's the thing, Julie because it's not about just going into a store and picking out an item anymore, you have to be in the community, right they're trying to keep you build a yeti community, right. have you feel connected to all of your fellow yetis mm-hmm. and so so that's all meant to do that because they can't count on you just sort of wandering into an rei and picking one up so you have you have bought in and you're gonna have to upgrade your hiking boots probably your car i mean it's uh <laughs> i hope you and your husband have bought very expensive mountain bikes that's the whole the whole yeti lifestyle okay. or start your own organic farm yeah i think okay. they're i think they have a plan for you julie yeah. You've you've committed. I think you're going to have to go with their plan for you. Yeah, I
1: think I have to move to Hawaii and you know start taking on the big waves in Oahu. That's uh, it. Seems like that's part of this.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Or go, or go get yourself a Coleman. You know, because because you can't. Once you bought I, wanted...
1: cool, I love my cooler, but that's it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to get in this deep relationship.
2: Yeah, the rest of the Yeti family doesn't want to see you just out and about with your other substandard stuff, you know, <laughs> just, uh, that's it. Okay. okay. thanks.
0: I mean, I'm over now on the Yeti website. I mean, they have a podcast. I think I'd enjoy It's with <laughs> you know what I mean. Got, I mean, you're right, but yeah, you, you have to, it's a lot to live up to. Podcast. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of pressure. This Yeti. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. okay.
2: It's a premium lifestyle. Ian. they don't mess around. It's a premium lifestyle. Okay. So, okay
0: okay okay good luck joel I,
2: I think you can do it joel i think you do have high standards you might be able to meet the yeti standard okay L- lifestyle wise
1: i can't re- i mean i we spent all our money on the cooler i can't really <laughs> the coffee mug okay they're too expensive
2: okay Okay. Well, speaking of merch, I did have a little bit of a merch announcement. There was a request though for some new merch in our regular store. There's always a link to our store in the show notes. So in the regular Satellite Sisters store, we will be introducing a collection that is the Two Paws Up collection. Mm -hmm. There was clamoring for two paws up sisters after mm-hmm. the anniversary shop. Yeah. great you can uh, imagine
1: that's a premium lifestyle right mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah yes. Yes. <laughs> well it's a lifestyle i don't know if it's a premium it's a
2: so so if you are one of the many listeners who just want a two paws up coffee mug I, we're, we're making that happen for you. So you can check out the Satellite Sisters store at Cafe Press. We're making it happen. And that'll be available with everything else we do, with the Satellite Sisters logo merch, with, of course, my piece and sauce merchandise. There's a lot of good stuff in there. The Stay Connected stuff, it's all there at the Satellite Sisters store. So two paws up. You asked for it. You got it.
0: All right. Way to go, Liz. Way to go. Yes, we've been busy. We've been busy. So, All right. When we get back, we're going to have uh, author Mary Kay Andrews joining us. She's a writer, a former journalist. She does house flipping and vacation rentals. She's a mom and a grandmom. And we're going to talk to her about all that stuff on Satellite Sisters. But first, we want to thank a couple of sponsors. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling I mean, and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing.
2: Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box. Is what uh, what uh, what I'm recommending? Yeah. either way, you're just going to buy <laughs> meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good, and the
0: chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood – Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. We are so happy to welcome to Satellite Sisters, Mary Kay Andrews. She's a writer, a former journalist, a house flipper, a vacation rental landlord. She goes to flea markets and yard sales. She's a mother, a grandmother, and a founding member of Friends and Fiction. And thanks to her annual page turners, Mary Kay Andrews is known as the Queen of Summer with titles like The High Tide Club, Hello Summer, and Sunset Beach. Her latest is The Newcomer. It's a bittersweet summer tale of sisters, secrets, and the healing power of sand between your toes. Hey, Mary Kay, welcome to Satellite Sisters. We're so
3: happy to have you. Thanks, Leanne. and I'm so happy to be here with the sisters, hanging with the sisters.
0: Yeah, well, we sort of met, last year in a zoom green room when we were both doing the zibby owen show mom don't have time to read books and so over the course of the course of the year it's been a real highlight for me to become acquaintances and then
3: friends so not all of 2020 was bad was it (laughs) no there were you know there were some surprising highlights and getting to meet you in that green room and then reading the sweeney sisters which remains one of my favorite books of um the past year that was a highlight too and you came out in paperback recently right yeah i'm out in paperback man it's exciting <laughs> for me but
0: um and then you started friends and fiction which we'll talk about a little bit later but that's been a wild ride for you yeah so yes. um whole new skill set you know we like to say at satellites Sisters, just we like to keep learning new skills do you mm-hmm. feel like you've done that in 2020 uh, well you know? i
3: didn't have a choice yeah Right.
2: right exactly
3: yeah, You know, it's like you're staring, you're staring into the abyss and you either jump or you fall backwards and you kill yourself anyway. So we jumped.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. You're such a fixture in the beach books department, right? Do you still get excited when a new book comes out? Oh God. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. I'm not, what does it look like? It's, it, it looks like, um, it looks like me waking up at three in the morning to check my Amazon ranking and cursing <laughs> and and shaking my fist at the gods who, you know, are not letting me break through to the rank I want to be at. It looks like um it looks like me posting incessant, blatant self-promotional things like buy my book or I'll, you know, kill a dog, that kind of stuff.
2: Mary Kay, that's all okay when you have a new book out. We keep telling yeah. Leah that too. She's like, yeah, well, I don't want it. You know, it's so self-promotional. I'm like, now is the time for self-promotion. <laughs> uh, Go know, for it, you sister.
3: Uh, you know, you really cannot hide your light under a bushel basket in this business. If you don't um, shout about it, who's gonna, I mean, mm. I tell people, Uh, I have all kinds of self-doubt and self-loathing. But at the end of the day, if I don't believe in what I'm doing, nobody else is going to believe it either. So I got to believe. Yeah. Okay. That's a good way to think about it. Mm -hmm. That's a
0: good way to think about About any kind of work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely. I think women have, we have this habit of, of running ourselves down or not valuing our work, um, high enough, um, I see that in so many different instances in business relationships. And um, I kind of have gotten to the point where I'll say to a woman um, who's who's who I'm doing business with, maybe I'm paying somebody to do promotional work or something else. And they'll say, oh, no, I couldn't charge. And I'm like, um, yeah, listen, you should, because this is your worth.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm.
0: right. Yeah, no, definitely women are bad at charging, thing, at charging the right play, price. You learn that the hard way when you say yes to a couple of things and it takes you <laughs> 20 times longer than you think it's going to. And you're like, I really should have charged a lot more for that. Yeah. I think the other thing women do, because I just finished a big um, volunteer project. And when I say big, it was unusual for me. It was producing like a global television event as a volunteer oh my gosh. job. Oh um, but women also give away a lot of credit. You know, someone will say, yes. oh, that's great. And they'll say, oh, but I, I couldn't have done it without, you know, oh, the guy in the mail room and, you know, the <laughs> oh, Joe at the coffee place. No, just take some
3: credit for yourself before yeah, you start giving it away. It's hard for us. I guess it's hard for us to do that. We were raised to be nice girls.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is Liz Marie. I remember the best piece of advice along those lines I got was from Jill Kerr Conway, who wrote some beautiful books, but she, she gave me some business advice. She had seen me in a meeting, uh, sort of refer, somebody gave me credit for something, and I used the word lucky in my answer, well, I'm lucky I have a great team, blah, 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 all the things you were just saying, Leanne, and Jill came to me after the board presentation and said, don't call yourself lucky, men never call themselves lucky, take yeah. credit for your work, you have that team because you picked that team, and I've been super conscious of that ever since.
3: Yeah, I, these are all lessons that maybe we subconsciously knew but we have to remind ourselves, especially those of us. So many of us now work for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And um, when you work for yourself, you have to keep reminding yourself that um, you you are the boss for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not because you're not employable. I was, was
0: going to say, and the reason is no one else will have you. But no. no
3: that's true. Now, I'm the boss of no one but me. <laughs>
0: All right. So let's talk about your new book, The Newcomer, because I remember last year you said, I'm writing a book about sisters. So when I was able to read this, you have created a book about two really different sisters, Letty and Tara. But I I think you capture the sense that these sisters are hugely different. Their lives have taken different paths, but they're totally committed to each other. Is that what you, is that how you wanted to create them? Was that the plan? And is that how you are with your sisters?
3: Uh, <laughs> You're yeah. assuming I have a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I start with a synopsis. I knew it was going to be a sister story. I didn't know. And you know, it's so funny that you mentioned her name being Tara. My, my agent made me change the sister's name from uh, Tara to Tanya. Oh. because, And he, I'll tell you why because when all the stuff came out about black lives matter and gone with the wind and uh, oh. you know, Letty's oh. real name is Scarlett and her wow. sister was named Tara because her, her mother um, was a big um, gone with the wind kind of thing. Okay. Oh, okay. And so I wanted to keep it. And I said, look, it tells you a lot about who the mother is and you know what her kind, it tells you everything. Names tell people things. Right. But um, anyway, so the name got changed to Tanya. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the sisters are very different. They're actually technically half sisters. Okay. Um, Letty's mother, um, just uh, when her younger sister, Tanya, was born, she never actually bothered to marry Tanya's daddy. And so she just gave Tanya the same name as uh, Letty's daddy and so they're (laughs) they're half sisters but they're they're real different but they've been raised um with kind of a haphazard there's not been a whole lot of home life their mom's in and out of their lives she's been married and um she's kind of uh in absentia you might say Mm -hmm. and but the one thing they had a grandmother and gosh how many grandmothers have raised uh families a second time around they had a grandmother and their grandmother told letty um, you're responsible for your sister. Take care of your sister. Which and is such so, a hard
0: thing. That's a lot yeah. to put on a kid. I, I, and, I know that happens to people. I don't know. Liz, you never felt any responsibility for me, did you? <laughs>
2: Well, not in that sense, but, you know, but we did to all of us, Julie and I spent a lot of time with the younger kids, sort of That's true. trying to make your life more fun, being entertaining. more miserable.
3: You know? okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I have two sisters, I'm the middle, and uh, I have an older, had an older sister, she passed away, and a younger sister, and all the three of us were as different as night and day, but... Uh, we would scratch your eyes out if you threatened one or the other of us. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I love about your books, Mary Kay, is that they just move at such a a great pace. You know, I mean, you do take the time for there's humor and there's wit and there's heart and there's romance, but the pacing in your book is something I love. Do you think that came from your years as a journalist?
3: Yeah, I think it probably did. You know, I want my, I write, and I'm, by the way, I'm super happy to be called, uh, uh, you know, to have my books called Beach Reads, Summer Reads, Um, people who think they're, who think they're, you know, talking down to you, oh, it's a silly little beach read. Fine, fine. I'm happy to write beach reads that make people happy. And so I want people to be turning the pages. I want them to wonder what's happening next. I want to keep them up. Um. Because it keeps me in the game. It keeps me interested in wondering what happens next. Because lots of times I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, you are you not an outliner? I am. Uh, I call myself a plotter, which means <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's two kinds of writers: plotters and pantsers, and I'm kind of a hybrid. I do a I do a synopsis, and um, I I know the bare bones of the story, and then it's. Um, by the seat of my pants. So I know oh. where I, I, I know where I'm gonna, I want to go, but you know, I've got one little weak headlight beam in the dark starry night. and That's all I can see. <laughs> you, you have really great side characters in all your books. Is that
0: just something that's fun for you uh, yeah. to write? Cause I love, this takes place in a, classic, like Florida surf hotel, beach hotel, the murmuring surf, which is a great name, but they, all the inhabitants just, just pop off the page. So I do you love writing the side characters? I do,
3: you know, I grew up in St. Pete, Florida, where the book is set and, um, it's the hometown of it. Well, people call it God's waiting room. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's the hometown of the newlywed and the nearly dead. Um, so it's a big retirement community. And I grew up um, having a lot of interactions with senior citizens, really cranky senior citizens with no filter. Yeah. <laughs> who say just whatever the hell they want to say to you, they say it. And I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's funny. And um, so I have this, yeah, this hotel, the murmuring surf is actually named after a, a fun little motel. I used to stay at when I would run away from home to write in the Florida panhandle. It's since been um, torn down and, Uh, They paid paradise and put in a parking lot. So this is my uh, homage to the original murmuring surf.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad to know that now. That adds another level to the story because I did love the setting. I just love the setting so much. Well, I I love the beach. I miss the beach. Even though I live in California, I don't live on the beach and I miss it. One of the things I've learned from mainly your Instagram feed, which is apparently the only Instagram I see now. I feel like the second you post something, I see it. (laughs) <laughs> but you are a house flipper, and you have vacation rental property on on Tybee Island, which is one of those barrier islands just off the right. coast of Savannah. I, I don't know how you get any writing done, Mary Kay, because you're just remodeling,
3: you, you're decorating. You sound like my my editor. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? No, go home. Do no step away from that estate sale. Actually, <laughs> don't we don't flip houses because I can't let go. Oh, okay, um, all right. No, there's a big difference. Okay. Um, we have not sold, this is our, we're finishing up, God willing, the third beach cottage that we have done. And it's, um, so three makes for a collection. <laughs> so. <laughs> so nice. they're, and they're all named after, after um, houses in my book. So the first one we did was called um, The Breeze Inn, which is named after a fictional motel in Savannah Breeze, which is set here on Tybee Island. The second one is called Ebb Tide, named after a, a, a summer rental house in Summer Rental. And the new one, which we just bought at the end of December, is called Coquina Cottage. And that is named after a house in my novel, um, Sunset Beach. I'm nice. looking at a
2: picture. I'm looking at a picture of Coquina Cottage right now. Wow, that looks great, and it says the Great Curtain Crisis was <laughs> oh, resolved. Yeah, <laughs> so that does sound like it could be a major source of procrastination for a novelist. <laughs> you're you're also dealing with things like the Great Curtain Crisis, Mary Kay. Oh,
3: and you don't even know about Chandelier Gate. I mean, <laughs> it's it's there's a lot of drama going on, and I, when you're <laughs> when you're doing a beach house reno. Oh my God. How did you
0: get into all that? Was it, it's were you inspired by HGTV or just something you and your husband have always wanted to do or just? Well, he
3: hasn't always wanted to do Oh, he okay. just got dragged along. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just love old houses, always have. My mom was in real estate for several years and she liked old houses too. And I like old, I love old crap. I really love dead people's old crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> It works out pretty good i um I love old houses. I love the stories. if they don't have a story, I make one up for it and um those old walls literally do speak to me so um and we're kind of handy. my husband you know he can uh, he's an engineer by training okay um so he's and he you know he builds pieces of furniture um So, I mean, it's just, it's a hobby that got out of hand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know, Mary Kay, I know in Liam's intro, she said you're a flea market champion. So are you one of those people that can go to a flea market and like always find something fantastic, always comes away with a real find?
3: Oh, I can't claim to always come away. Um, if it's a very sad and tragic one, where it's moan, you know, there are tragic flea markets where the only thing they're selling is eight-track tapes and right. and bungee cords right. and, uh, old, uh, and old and um, old. Avon products. Yeah, yeah. 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 Avon (laughs) products that were, you know, discontinued in the eighties. So those tragic flea markets, I don't lots of I actually went to one a couple weeks ago and and walked away with nothing but some really tasty tomatoes.
0: (laughs) Good for you. That's a lot of restraint. What is Tybee Lake in the summer? Is it a
3: fun place to be or is it crowded? It is. It's crowded. It's crowded. You know, it's the beach, it's the beach for all of South Georgia. Um, oh, okay. We have a coastline, but it doesn't have a lot of beach. We have a lot of intercoastal uh, barrier islands, and so we have marshes and stuff. So Georgia doesn't have a particularly big, long coast uh, of beaches. So people come from all over, and it's very democratic. And, um, I mean, you could do a tattoo catalog and come away with some interesting um, <laughs> country uh, <laughs> <and trees. laughs>
2: nice.
3: it's it's just you know it's not it's not fixed up it's not fancy there's no place on this island that you cannot go in your flip-flops and your tube top oh that's, perfect that's Ooh. you know sometimes that's good sometimes that's <laughs> not
0: <just good. laughs> But it does show off the tattoos. So it's it
3: good you can really get a good look at the tattoos. Yeah. I, I did not expect
0: Tube Top to come up in this interview. <laughs>
3: and I enjoyed it. Okay, well you're you've got a bingo on your card. <laughs> <I> know.
0: <laughs> uh, so Mother's Day is coming up. We are actually going to be guesting on your internet sensation on your Facebook page at Friends and Fiction with the four know. other wonderful We're so writers. I So that will be on Mother's Day evening. And uh, there'll be lots of information about that in the show notes here and in the newsletter and on our Facebook page. We'll be able to connect people if you haven't discovered Friends in Fiction. They're very busy at work all week (laughs) long now. You're basically running a professional TV production company as well. So congratulations on that. I know.
3: Uh, We're trying to hire, um, ladies, we're trying to hire your sister away. So don't be surprised. (laughs) If we end ghost you, don't be surprised if she shows up on friends and fiction as executive producer <laughs> yeah.
0: i think she's perfectly suited for that that would yeah. be funny wouldn't it <laughs> oh i can't i can't record next week i'm now i'm running oh. friends in fiction um, i think
3: i have a. yeah i think i have a prior engagement for the next year <laughs> um but you have
0: how many grandchildren do you have Mary Kay? i have two Okay. And so, and so what's the plan? Do you have big expectations from them? You, you looking to get some handprint art, some painted uh, seashells?
3: What do you think is going to happen on Mother's You know Day? what the truth is? I'm going to be on book tour. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All
3: right. yeah. Okay. I'll be, um, hopefully they will give me some sloppy kisses and, um, I don't know, my, my granddaughter, Molly, who will be 12 in July, loves to bake, so maybe she'll bake something, but um, perfect. I will be um, heading out on book tour, which is not, a, you know, my book always comes out the first week of May, so they're not usually, they're not really used to having me around on those Okay. Days. Mm-hmm. They have me around the rest of the year. Yeah, but are you excited to do in-person events? Because I know you're I doing a am. hybrid now. Oh, good. Okay, I'm great. I'm so excited. I missed. I miss um, that in-person touch. I'm double vaccinated, and you know we'll do. We'll be. Um, we'll be um, socially distancing and doing all the things the CDC tells us to do. But yeah, I've missed seeing, I've missed seeing fans. I've missed seeing booksellers. You know, I've been doing this for 30 years now. And so. Um, I you must a, know we,
0: people then really well. Like you must know the people who work in the bookstores near you
3: really well. I, I well, pretty well. Yeah. And, um, and I miss them, you know, and I'm, you, you know, we've been worried about them for this past year. Are they got to make it? Um, and so I, I'm really excited about seeing booksellers, I'm excited about seeing fans, super excited about um, staying in a hotel and getting room service. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what I'm looking forward to. Putting on my PJs after signing and calling up room service and saying, send me up a grilled cheese sandwich and a bottle of Chardonnay.
2: (laughs) Stack. That's living.
0: That's living. Happy, happy Mother's Day to you, <laughs>
2: really.
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, Mary Kay Andrews, the new book is the new comer. I really enjoyed it. It just keeps Thank you turning. You. There is a hot hunky romance too. I should have there mentioned. Is. So yeah. So there is. good for you is what I would good for all of us, really.
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And then we'll see you Sunday night on Friends and Fiction, can't Mary wait. Kay. Thank you okay. so much for being with us. Thanks, My Mary pleasure. Kay.
3: Bye, ladies.
0: Sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P R O S E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Okay. What? Oh, hey, you guys. I wanna, um, I wanna let people know that next week, you know, we are gonna talk to a representative from the Mom Project. Okay. That's oh, a, this is
2: gonna be good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, we've been talking a lot about over the course of the last couple of months how uh, the pandemic has really been devastating for working women in particular. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really hit them very hard. The term "she session" has come up. So the Mom Project is committed to helping women remain active in the workforce at every stage of their journey. And they work with employers who are committed to designing and supporting a better workplace. So if you're a mom and you're looking for a job or you're thinking about changing jobs, or you're just trying trying to find some support in the workplace, we're talking to uh, the chief community officer for the mom project next week on Satellite Sisters. So tune in. I can't wait. That sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. I
1: have an entertaining sisters recommendation for you this week. It's time for entertaining sisters. I'd like to recommend Netflix, The Twelfth Man. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to describe this movie. It's a movie, not a series. Uh, It's kind of like Frozen for adults. Uh, (laughs) Did you see Frozen?
3: No, I've never seen Frozen. Okay.
1: okay, but many, many adults have seen Frozen like, <laughs> Yes, many, many times, okay? it is. This movie is set in Norway. It has plenty of snow and ice, just like Frozen. There are fjords in this. There are reindeers. There's an avalanche. There's cute, hardy Norwegian farm boys in this. There's skis and there's sleds, okay? But this is based on historic drama, and it's a true story, and it's set in Norway during the Nazi occupation. And it's a very suspenseful, let me say that again, suspenseful (laughs) cat-and-mouse chase between a Norwegian soldier who gets trapped there and um, and the Nazis that are after him. So I highly recommend it, but I will say um, it's a little different than Disney Frozen is that it is really cold uh, and there's a lot of snow and ice and uh, that uh, the main character does endure some s- severe physical trials. So there are moments okay. you may want to look away, but I, I, this is a very well done movie. It's called The Twelfth Man on Netflix. Is okay. it in
0: Norwegian?
1: Yes, there's, there's some Norwegian. Subtitles.
0: Yes, yes. Okay.
1: Yes, okay. some of it's got subtitles, some is dubbed over, but it's... Uh, okay. So it, well done, though. really, really well done. And,
0: uh, and is there singing?
1: There's no no. There's no. Okay.
0: Is there? Okay. Is there Kristen Bell? But no.
1: But I told you where it was the same. Okay. Okay. The till you see the reindeers in this movie, you're gonna okay. they're gonna blow okay. you away. Okay. okay. All. all right. Go. All
2: right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, speaking of blow you away, I have an entertainment recommendation for something I haven't even seen yet. But it's this is a, this is more of a coming soon note. I am very excited that next week. Netflix drops season one of their new series about Halston, Mm -hmm. the very famous fashion designer from the 70s, like an amazing life, um, and playing Halston, someone I really love, Ewan McGregor. So just imagine that, sisters. Ewan McGregor is Halston. You got the 70s. You got the clothes. You got New York lifestyle. The logline says something like, skyrockets to fame before his life spins out of control. You can't go wrong with that, right? So that's (laughs) so that's Netflix season one Mm -hmm. drops May 14th. So so coming soon to a TV near you. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, Liz, it's interesting in the my next book that I'm working on the finalizing the rewrites right now, there's quite a there's several significant Halston references. Really? Um, yes, oh, because wow. one of the main characters uh, is a former supermodel. So, because wow. um, why not? You know, it's fiction. I can write whatever sure. I want. Yes. So, um, you want a
2: supermodel, you
1: can have a supermodel. That's you.
0: right. So I had to do a lot of research into, you know, models of the late 70s, early 80s. And, and you know, I chose Halston as one of the designers to feature because he was an American. I could get a handle on it. So it was really fun looking back at some of those photos, but yeah, he had a crazy life. I mean, <laughs> but he he created beautiful clothes and beautiful he made clothes. women look beautiful. So yeah. I, I can't wait to see this. Yeah. I had no idea that this was coming out because I started my book so long ago. How would I have known? So, uh, so fantastic. I can't wait to see that.
2: You've just got your finger on the pulse, Leon. I really on the
0: pulse. I really do. Um, Okay, one other
2: entertainment note that I wanted to throw out here, something I have very mixed feelings about and wanted to get your opinions on it, Julie and Leanne. This weekend, the host of Saturday Night Live will be Elon Musk. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Now, I have super mixed feelings about Elon Musk because, you know, SpaceX is amazing. Like the work that he does, that's been amazing. Tesla, been fascinating to watch um so like the work output from the guy really makes you think okay he's got something going on but then w- along with that like during the whole pandemic he's been insisting that the virus was not deadly that young people w- weren't really vulnerable that doctors were lying about how many covid-19 deaths there were he sent his employees back to work in the tesla factory during the california shelter in place orders anyway he's just not my favorite guy and there's just nothing i don't think he should be like the sort of culty energy that's amassing around elon musk i just kind of have an issue with that just putting it out there i don't know how you guys feel
1: well i'm not going to stay up and watch it i mean for me the thing is he is uh an ex- he's the executive of a publicly you know a publicly run company he has to be responsible to the employees, to the shareholders, to other stakeholders, to suppliers, and uh, you know, and just to go on Saturday Night Live, he seems like he has he gets he gets away with stuff that other other people uh, that run companies would never get away with.
0: Mm-hmm. So- that's, mm-hmm.
1: a, that, that's what i have to say okay yeah all right. i just
0: don't think, find him funny i don't find him funny, <laughs> no he's not funny i feel no. like i think of all the poor comic actors out there who would really kill for a shot at hosting snl and we have to have yeah. elon musk who's not the slightest bit funny yeah that's yeah not, i think he's a giant con man i feel like he's a house of cards you know? really yeah okay know, going no, out but, on a limb i yeah, am Something about him, I don't, as Sheila would say, I don't trust because uh, on our, you know, I'm in that all women's investment group and um, we did buy some Tesla stock right before it jumped a huge jump like 14 months ago and only two of us out of the whole club voted against it and it was me and another woman who also feels the same way just personally about elon musk so (laughs) i have a terrible sense in stocks but i feel like "Mm, i don't know i don't trust this guy plus not funny
1: not funny (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think you got to be serious about things or not yeah that's
2: Okay. Well, it sounds like none of the three of us are going to be watching Saturday Night Live this weekend. Nope. Just, i was curious what you thought and now I know.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That was kind of a down way to end the show, but don't worry. It's not over yet because we have our Mother's Day dedications. But first we want to thank um, our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. Thank you, Sergio, for always making us sound great. We miss seeing you, but we love working with you. A big thanks to Emily Loudermilk who does our graphic designs. If you haven't seen Emily's work, you should follow us on Instagram. It's fun to feature them every week or become part of our Facebook group. We would love to have you over there too. It's a private Facebook group, but you just have to answer a couple of questions. Do you listen to the show? Where do you listen to the show? And then we'll let you in. And uh, we post Emily's graphics every week there as well.
2: Yeah. And, you know, there are no wrong answers. We just need to know you're a human, not a bot. There, there are always like a dozen people in there that have asked to join the group, but then don't answer the questions. So we promise you, there's nothing nefarious
0: going You can trust no. us. Don't yeah. trust no. Elon Musk, but you can trust us.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. so it's like
0: the SAT. You're not getting the
1: score. Just, just answer the questions. Yeah.
0: And thanks to all of you who support our sponsors. It makes a difference. Yeah. And one reminder, we love it when you rate and review
2: our show and any of the apps that you listen to us on, especially uh, Apple Podcasts. And so here was a favorite this week, Meadowlark Knit. That's that's your name. I assume you're a knitter, I'm guessing. she wrote, or she or he wrote, uh, "The Satellite Sisters feel like friends. I appreciate their fun and upbeat and positive style, along with the thoughtful way they address serious happenings in the world." Thanks, Satellite Sisters. So there you go. It's yeah. Thank you. We yeah. That's why we'll yeah we'll take on Elon Musk, and but then we'll have some fun while we're doing it.
0: All right, our to-dos this week are actually from you because uh, we want to send some $5 shout-outs to mothers, aunts, teachers, healthcare workers, caregivers, daughters-in-law, bonus moms, mothers-in-law, or any female role models who have done their very best during this long pandemic year. We asked you at our Facebook group to put your Mother's Day dedications in the comments, and here are a couple of them. $5 shout out from Barbara to her mother-in-law. She said, thank you for not telling me once how to parent or how to be a wife to her son. Oh, that's, well, that's that's pretty nice. good for a mother. Yeah. Oh, that's hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of you when I picked that one, Julie. <laughs> I would <laughs> Okay, five dollars shout out from Lisa. She wants to thank her aunts who embraced me during this difficult time. she her mom entered uh, the last stage of life in December. So Lisa says her aunt Terry, Went with her to the funeral home and helped pack up mom's life. Aunt Anna was there. She checks in on me and she's going to spend my first Mother's Day with her. So she's not alone. Aunt Char, the no-nonsense force. Okay, there's one in every family. Cousin Chris, a more than a cousin, a true satellite sister. She makes sure I don't fall apart. Oh, Lisa, that's a really nice oh, dedication. That's really nice. I love, yeah. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. She said, I'm lucky to be loved by many strong women. Oh, okay, Nora has one that I think a lot of parents feel. Nora said, I'd like to shout out to our amazing, reliable, kind, incredibly hardworking nanny who stepped up to the plate during COVID by leaving her other job at an assistant living, as an assistant living caregiver to make it possible for my husband, who is a dairy farmer, and me, a telehealth provider, to keep doing our job with four kids in the house. Oh, wow. If there's milk in the fridge, nobody got left at a dance or piano, the lunches are all packed and, and healthy. It's because awesome Kaylin Levine shows up every day, rain or shine or snow, and she has a smile on her face and a dust rag in her hand. You could not run this wow. ship without her. Nora, that is a really great dedication. Kaylin. you're great. Uh, okay. Tara, she wanted to do a shout out to her daughter-in-law who had their first baby, first oh, grandchild nice. on August 20th in 20, August, uh, in April. 2020, April, 2020. So, uh, so it's been a tough year, of course, to have a baby now, but they've worked from home throughout the pandemic, juggling work with taking care of a newborn, both the parents are vaccinated, but they're being strict with visitors because of the baby. It's a challenging time for new moms this year, but oh, they that's have for made sure. the best of it. They've managed to stay healthy and keep the baby healthy. So that is great. Uh, she's going to spend her second Mother's Day with us. And they're all very excited, Tamara and her house, to see their grandson finally. So there you go. $5 shout outs to, to moms and caregivers and amazing women in people's lives.
2: Oh, that's great, Leah.
0: I love those. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's nice. It's and nice nice. That's a nice, nice way to end yeah. the show. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. Sisters have a great week. You too. You too, Leon. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.